Welcome to Table Radio. The following is Andy's sermon from Easter on Sunday, April 4th. Enjoy! Perfect in your ways, you place the stars above. The way Matthew tells it, you can almost feel the restlessness of Mary Magdalene. Maybe not sleeping a wink between Sabbath end at sunset and the breaking dawn of Sunday morning. She's up before sunrise, making her way in the pre-dawn twilight to a grave. And this is where we walk, too. We stumble our way through the dark. The longer we walk through this life, the more aware we become of being hemmed in by death and all its angels. And we lose and we lose and we lose again and again. Parents, companions, siblings, children. The way we were, the way things used to be, the life we had in common. And the rising sun, it mocks this pain in its dull ache. Light breaking into such unexceptional finality and darkness. There's no truth to a sunrise. Matthew doesn't tell us what her plan was, just to come and see the grave with her friend. But for any of us who've lost loved ones, we know that no matter how many wreaths decorate a grave, we have to bring our own. And we go to these places to feel like we're close to those who are gone, to ask our questions, cry our tears, scream our anger, anything to break through the numbing pain of grief and sorrow our bodies and minds acclimating to not seeing or being with or touching an object of our affection and our deep care. In such deep grief, all other desires and appetites, they get muted. Even life that's happening right around us, it's like the volume being turned down on all that used to drive and pull us. Earthquakes and angels in these moments, they're for our benefit, loud enough to register on our turned down senses. Presumably, Jesus rose from death without fanfare or notice. He left the tomb before the heavy stone was moved back. Maybe a clue to the quasi-physical nature of his resurrection body. But quaking earth and lightning flash angels, they win back Mary's attention. But these, these are not the resurrection, only its side effects, its aftershocks. Instead, they hear proclamation, testimony, and a dare. He's not here. He's risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. But this too is not the resurrection, only its witness and its evidence, bold angel and empty tomb. It's the same witness we hear proclaimed on Sundays and from the scriptures. The same bold messengers bid us come, see for ourselves. But these also, they're not the resurrection. Just the signs of it, marking the way through 2,000 years of darkness and death. The angel also charges Mary, go and tell his disciples. And he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. And it says they left with fear and great joy. What a combination of feeling. Fear because earthquakes and lightning angels interrupt life in a loud and deafening way. Fear because things that die, they should stay dead, not leave their graves. 
fear because basic assumptions about how the world works have now just been shattered. Death, no longer a constant. What else has changed? But also great joy because the one they love is no longer among the dead. Great joy for the dream, the mere possibility that death has not swallowed up life, doesn't get the last word, not this time. Great joy for the hope of seeing again and touching again the one they loved and have cared for with such affection. But this, even this great joy, it's not the resurrection, but merely it's hope and anticipation. The best preaching causes this disorientation in us, upsetting our assumptions about the way things are, how the world works. It pulls the rug right out from under us makes us question what's real and true and reliable, even as it holds out an unimaginable and unbelievable hope that so many of us don't even dare to dream. I used to wonder why Jesus showed up next in this scene as the women are running to tell the disciples something the disciples could scarcely be expected to believe. Jesus doesn't provide any new information the plot's not moved forward. He simply repeats what the angel has already so dramatically and so effectively declared. But here he is, right on their way, saying, greetings, literally be well, are equivalent to hello. It's got to be the most understated greeting in all of history. He himself, he provides no dramatic announcement, no earthquake, no lightning flash, no booming voice and declarative statement, just hello. A subtle self-announcement as if to say, here I am. And it's this, here I am. This is the resurrection. Jesus present, present on our way. Not as an idea, not as a metaphor, but Jesus himself in the midst of our fear and our great joy as we respond to the Easter declaration. This is the resurrection. Jesus available to be honored and worshiped even as we cling to his feet. This is the resurrection. Hearing the words of Jesus directed towards us and for us revealing both his presence to us and his intentions for us. And boy, is he easy to miss. Because the thunder and the lightning, they point to him, but they are not him. He's easy to miss because our expectations would have us look for angels and earthquakes. Easy to miss because we think we know the truth about death and its finality. But... Here he is, the resurrection, right on our way back from visiting the grave as we too hold in our hearts all that we have lost. And we long for so much more than this life can give. And he says to us, just like the angel and all his messengers since, do not be afraid. I am the resurrection. Look for me and you will see me. 
And this we must do because empty tombs and strong angels are not enough for us. We must meet the risen Jesus on our way. We must learn to tune our souls to hear his hello, here I am, and lift our eyes up from our grief and our pain, even as we're fueled by the inexpressible hope declared to us every Easter Sunday, so that we might see him and worship him. There is no truth to a sunrise, except on Sunday morning. Now go and tell your friends, he is risen indeed. Radio, an extension of the life of the Table Church, a community in Victoria, BC. Our mission together is to love God, love each other, and to love and bless our neighbors so that we may see Christ revealed in common life. Music for this episode provided by the Preparation EP, written and arranged by Coco Relieve, and can be found at thetablechurch.bandcamp.com. To learn more about our community, please go to tablechurch.ca. of you.